Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports psychologist co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon. All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So this is going to be a piggyback episode. That's right. We've already recorded with Dr. Megan Cannon, our regular sports psychologist, and we're going with a part two. We're going to do a little tie together for these episodes uh, because she's got a lot of knowledge to share, and it's not about me. It's about her, all right? So if you tune into her last episode last month, she was live with me here at Core Life in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We are still here. We've aired this on Facebook Live weeks ago, if you're listening to this now. And now we're going to connect on a second episode and uh, see where it goes. So without further ado, welcome back to the show, Dr. Megan Cannon. Thank you. It's always fun hanging out and having the, the chance to chat. Yeah. Our conversations go in fun directions. Oh, and I just found avocado in my salad finally. Thank you. Uh, so real quick for our listeners, if you haven't listened to the prior episode, we're eating dinner while Facebook we living and while recording a podcast because she's always busy and I'm always busy. And it's really hard the to catch Bermuda up. The Bermuda Triangle of productivity right now. Exactly. And by the way, in case I cough at all during this episode, I got some really spicy something going on here, like just some sriracha chili dressing and it's rocking yes. my life. I that's love why it. I, that's why I go on a little bit light on the sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So last episode, we talked a lot about Ragnar. Uh, mental yes. commitments. I loved it. So this episode, I was telling you earlier before I came here that I, I just recorded with uh, the, the sexy boss, okay, uh, Heather Havenwood. And we, we dug into a lot about the balance of masculinity and femininity in the, or, or, or in some, some people call it the feminine energy and the masculine energy. I don't know if you ever dig into this with your psychology stuff, but we were talking about how a lot of that has changed with the new, like I'm Gen X, the millennial generation transitions, the Me Too phase. She talked about the Me Too thing. I'm, I'm not really that in depth with the Me Too thing, but I guess it's a big thing right now. Uh, is this coming up at all in a lot of your sports psychology stuff and what you're doing? Um, you know, the thing that comes up actually the most for me is, um, the, and I'm more on the masculinity side in terms of emoting. Okay. Um, you know, within our culture, you know, you have the, the large culture within America, but then you, you know, it's men have to be tough. They have to stand tall. They have to like suck it up, push through it more so than the female messaging. Right. And so when you get even um, more targeted within the athletic population, that message is even louder, especially when you get even targeted into some of those more masculine aggressive sports like your football your hockey your lacrosse you know those you're you gotta be a dude and so well unless um, you look at rugby because i know <laughs> i know a lot of strong ladies out there over the years that are friends of mine and they've played rugby and i'm like i've never played rugby i got nothing <laughs> i mean these girls are i mean girls or guys like you gotta oh yeah you, you have to be very strong for that but in terms <laughs> of up. the the messages of you know when you are feeling sad or if there is stuff going on and you are bummed out about things the message that we're sending the majority of people it's it's slowly changing but for men you know there really is still that you have to be tough push through it like suck it up message when um you know in actuality that's just causing more stress and that's you know not a healthy coping or a healthy well, way not to dealing cope with, with stress. Shit. Like, right. right. I mean, and so that's, I think what's so interesting and I, I love all of the things happening in terms of um, like the girl power movement, you know, I, to an extent where you have, you know, it's like women are strong and it's no more like run like a girl, like run like a girl is a positive thing. And, and so we're seeing this message of strength 
to the female side. And I think we're really making a lot of strides. And when you look at commercials now, you look at um, things, it's women as doctors, it's women working out, it's women, you know, so there's a strength to this role. However, that um, stride forward, when we're talking about the more sensitive side to masculinity, it has not made that stride or as far of a stride and so you know it's the women are getting like we're getting the message of you can be you can cry and that's totally okay and you can also be strong and, and all of this which i love but that was something heather but brought the, up was like on the masculine side it's, it's just not we haven't they're still strong but just the it's okay to emote like go talk about your stuff you know i know justin baldini and lewis howes like they're they're a big proponents of it really pushing like the the mask of masculinity but that i that to me is what comes up the most because a, a majority of my clients are men yeah and so having them actually be comfortable sitting with negative emotions or uncomfortable emotions and being able to talk about them and what actually is causing those uncomfortable feelings that's where right. in my practice i run into it interesting so most. you're seeing more of it on the male on the male side versus the female side or and because I mean, that's something heather brought up uh, uh that when we recorded earlier was her frustration with the fact that you know since like they're since a lot of young ladies since they're six years old they're brought up to be the softer mm -hmm. be the sweetheart right and that's and you can do that but then like she she grew she learned how to do uh kickboxing or one of those boxing sports and part of her public speaking and in her book she talks about working with women professionally to teach them how to get hit whether it be physically or mentally like a lot of people in entrepreneurship and this is male or female are afraid to get hit right they're afraid to take that risk because what if i get knocked down what if mm -hmm. i can't get back up and risk taking is a part of life that's i think how we really grow the most is when you take those risks yeah right? like like doing a ragnar race right it's like yes. i'm taking a big risk i'm gonna go do a 200 mile relay run with people that either i know or don't know mm -hmm. and hopefully we all complete it safely in a healthy way yeah. and everybody has fun yes and I, I i don't know if you've ever seen have you ever heard of or seen the barkley marathon documentary or the, yes. about this race yes there's yes. this one quote and i know i'm going to misquote it so i'll just try to paraphrase but it's something to the extent where one of the individuals who the guy i forget if it was the guy that set up the race or one of the people that competed in and he said you know i think people would be better off with a little bit more like discomfort or a little bit more pain or a little bit more just like something in their life that just sort of challenges it pushes them a little bit not pain to the extent of we want awful things to happen but just getting yourself outside of your like outside the comfort zone outside of the comfort zone yeah. in that type of way where you know for instance for me it's a ragnar where it's i mean you would ask me to do that on a, a, a like 19 miles in a row no but like let's do it on this weekend <laughs> and let's you know push ourselves to do it and so in that capacity, I think it's so helpful to, to have that push to get out of that comfort zone. Well, that's why you're a mutual fan of CrossFit. Like, we, we always run yeah. into each other at CrossFit uh, workouts and stuff because yes. it's like, that's, and it doesn't matter if it be CrossFit. It could be any sport, Anything. any form of fitness. It's My goodness. embracing change. Yes, I did a bar class last weekend in Boston. My friend's book recently came out. That's the B-A-R-R-E? Yes, yeah. B-A-R-R-E. So shout out to Samantha Burns and Breaking Up and Bouncing Back. Amazing new book that just came out. Um, but we went to a bar class before her book launch. And oh my goodness, my legs were just shaking. And I mean, <laughs> I danced for 19 years, you know. So I mean, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't done it in so long. And oh man, it pushed me out of my comfort zone yeah. so much. And I mean the legs were shaken but it's fun to mix it up okay and to, to challenge yourself to step out of what you are typically used to doing we did our first bar at least my first bar uh kristen and i went to uh there's a, a farm style combination restaurant the house and house barn, and barn? Yeah. oh my goodness i love it house and barn so shout out to the local people who listen and follow the show you they know house and barn's awesome thing. but house we did like a i thought it was a yoga event outside 
but actually um it was a bar type class um, so if they it had happens every, again, can you please let me know? I, well, yeah, it was. Well, we got invited by Lululemon. It was all arranged by them, cool. and they brought in the bar person. And then my buddy uh, Jimmy Hirsch, he's a CrossFit coach out of Bethlehem. Uh, he's gotten a lot into mindset work and meditation, so he was one of the uh, uh, extra teachers there at the event. Great. I mean, got myself out of my comfort zone. I do support yoga. I never did bar before. I'm like, all right, I'll try that out. So, yeah, getting outside. Here's the thing. Success tip. From all the speakers that I've ever listened to and coaching that I've, I've paid for and learned from, books I've read, change happens in those uncomfortable places, mm-hmm. right? That's part of that embracing the change quote is, okay, you need to get into that place, whether you like it or not. And if it's uncomfortable, it's okay. Embrace it. Suck it up. I, I learned that from firefighting and everything else. I mean, you've learned that through... I mean, we all learn that, right? Whether yes. it be sports, through college. College and even taking risks of, you know, I mean, I've had three moves across massive state lines, you know, from Pennsylvania to Florida out to California. I mean, you know, it's even in moves, professionally taking risks, um, going out and trying a new group and just showing up, you know I mean? <laughs> like these risks that we can take in terms of making ourselves a little bit uncomfortable, they can be big, they can be small, they can be choosing a different item at your favorite restaurant that you right. typically just have kind of fallen in the habit of getting into, you know? And so oh yeah, really I got you outside of your comfort zone You tonight. did. You I, I got greens, out of a no and I'm into double greens. So you still got the bread on the side And though. I have to get the, the cold meat juice. That'll maybe be my, <laughs> my It's not cold meat juice. I know. Juice. It's just, I bone think it's marrow, a better name. <laughs> bone marrow, bro- bone broth. Bone, okay. <laughs> your iced bone broth. But yeah, it, you know, if you need to call it meat juice, you, you do that. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, think, I think I would be more of like, like a vampire if I was literally drinking a cup of meat juice. A cup of bone broth Sounds, sounds a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> so very healthy. For anybody listening to this or watching it, it's actually promotes a lot of great anti-inflammatory benefits. In my salad, app, we actually have uh, shaved ginger, another great anti-inflammatory benefit. So we try and share a few healthy hacks along the way, right? Yes. So I guarantee you, you were a little inflamed after running the Ragnar. So I was. Yeah. Yes. Joints hurting, knees hurting. Um, you know, my actually my joints weren't too bad. I we I think we did a pretty good job of trying to stretch out and I fortunately was the like there was only two runners after me after I would run, so I didn't have the opportunity to have to like sit in the van for, you know, the entire time. I wasn't the first runner, so I think that was helpful. I got to stretch out um and then we got little van breaks shortly after ish. Nice. You know. Okay. And everybody made it through safe, right? Everybody made we it through really, safe. We didn't really talk about that you know, in the, the last the episode. The struggle so. was, and, and talk about making yourself uncomfortable. So here in Pennsylvania, um, just in terms of the weather, and I think this is probably true, at least up the East Coast, it was winter and then summer very quickly. We did not really have a spring. And no, so we didn't it was really very spring. chilly and then all of a sudden very warm. And so this race was in the beginning of June where we had not really had an overwhelming amount of hot days to actually train in well the first day that we had our legs we were right in the middle of the afternoon sun and it was exceptionally warm where we were and so it was everybody's first time really having to acclimate to such heat in addition to it being the first run of this whole thing and so every um you know for me i i I know i was it was it was kind of like having an extra mile thrown on there (laughs) just because i wasn't my body was not acclimated to the heat yeah well, that was like this morning when I'm trying to learn how to swim because I'm going to go do a triathlon at the end of July. Not, I mean, it's going well, but... Speaking of getting out of your own comfort zone or getting out of your comfort so zone. So out of my comfort zone. There's just no comfort there whatsoever. Kristen's loving it. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. 
because um, she, she can actually swim. I didn't grow up around water. I didn't learn it. I've done every other sport out there pretty much, and I keep shying away from it. Well, I got tired of people running their mouths and busting on me, so I committed to do a, a, you know, a triathlon. I'm only doing a sprint distance. I just got. I think I think I swim like 400 meters, but still, I've never swam. Going from zero, to, yeah, that's yeah. a it's big. So, but the uh, nice motorcycle. Uh, the <laughs> the I've been using the shallow, like warm water pool, where the old ladies do their little <laughs> your aqua aerobic. Sorry, pool. the aging population. You you know do their little foam dumbbell things, which I don't understand what that does. But anyway. Uh, some kind of resistance training. Yep. <coughs> so, FYI, aging population, do strength training. You can listen to the episode 190 that aired today because it's about healthy aging and using strength training and lifting weights. That's how you keep your body young and strong. Anyway, back to swimming and out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So, I'm swimming laps in the big pool today, but I'm using the kickboard. I got the flippers on because mm-hmm. he wants me to figure out how to, like, time my, my head to do the breathing thing. Yes. Because I have all the anxiety and everything mm-hmm. else. Then... At the end of it, he's like, well, he's like, normally I don't do this yet, but he's like, you're such a fast learner. And I was like, oh, God. This guy's name is Scott, too, by the way. So he's just much of a pain in the ass as I am. <laughs> and he goes like, all right, well, we're going to put you down there at the deep end. We're going to hang out in there for a while. I'm like, we? He's like, well, basically you. He said, uh, so swim back down without the kickboard. You know, just you can leave your flippers on and then go under the two ropes and go in the corner. We're not using that lane. And you're going to learn how to just hang out. So I get over there and I grab the side of the pool. He's like, all right, well. Next step is you're going to let go, and I'm going to teach you mu- uh, neutral buoyancy. I'm like, what is neutral buoyancy? So he said, yeah. He's like, this is a matter of you need to realize you can't sink. It's physically impossible. He's like, unless you're dead. I'm like, thanks. So, yeah. So I held my breath. I let go. And he's like, all right, stay relaxed, but stay straight up and down, arms to your side, and just let your body bob. And I started bobbing until I started, like, quieting out. And then I felt the top of my head above the water, he called, you know, around your crown. So then I grabbed the side of the pool again because I ran out of air. He's like, all right. He's like, what you don't realize is like the top of the water was right here. All you had to do was this. Pop your head up and you would have been able to breathe. So we did it again. He's like, so I started doing all that. So he's like, see, when crap hits the fan, and mm-hmm. he's like, it will, in a triathlon, yay. He's like, you got to be ready to embrace the uncomfortable, embrace that challenge of you're going to have people kicking and splashing all around you in the middle of a lake. So if you need to like hit the reset switch, let them blow by you and then relax and then Bob, if you have to, to rest, he's like, that's the biggest thing that is he's found over the years. Like people do not know how to relax. Yes. And that's, you know, what he was doing there from the psychology side. That's some, yes, let's get psyche on that. Like in vivo desensitization. And so, right. You're, you know, instead of putting you right into that, 100% 100% environment of an open water swim with people around you. It's first of all, learning how to relax in that environment, but you've been taking gradual steps throughout this process of learning how to swim. About a month and a half. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you start in the shallow end, you start doing things. And so you, you gradually on a, a step wise way are working towards that eventual open water swim with a bunch of people. And so today you got to that point of getting into the deep end and he was teaching, you know, when you're in the situation to help you relax. Because having, you know, you can be in that situation, but if you don't know how to relax, that's a problem, you know? And so it's, oh, it's, it's desensitizing you step by step by step by step by step. And, you know, that relaxation piece, because you could just stand up in the shallow end, it wasn't necessarily a thing. So he's worked, you know, you ste- make those steps real time in real life 
up to that point where now that relaxation component was really important yeah. because those next steps are going to be well, over, over the past month he his biggest thing was scott on your on your stroke while you're stretched out you must relax he's like i don't don't worry about speed or anything so he was already building the relaxation component but never had me hang out in the deep end i was always he's right? like swim over it and swim back yeah. So kind of like gradually desensitize you to those things that, you know, that anxiety provoking situation, yeah. which was water since it was an unknown and it wasn't something you knew. So let's tie this back. Right. Yes. Uh, the last episode you talked about Kevin, the guy who was your captain of your team, lost 300 pounds. Amazing transformation. Now he's like the motivator behind the Ragnar. He's already committed you guys for next year. At, at, uh, Niagara Falls again. He's got his employees involved. He's lost half of his body. Uh, released. I like to say release, not loss. He's. Loss is a psychological thing. He's released half of his negative body weight. And uh, he, he's really set a new change path for a lot of people, not just himself. Right? Yes. But part of that process was he's had to put in the reps. We've brought this up on the show before. This is a, a term that's become really common in the past probably six months is that uh, health fitness, I, I just start saying that. It's like you go to the gym, you put in the reps. Why? Well, hopefully you have a good, good teacher, a good uh, – a good doctor guiding you, whatever, they're teaching you form and technique first. And then the comfort comes. The repetitions get cleaner and cleaner. And then you start adding the weight later, right? Form and technique should always come first. This is yes. something that we really, really coach a lot in CrossFit. People think people think CrossFit's dangerous. It's not. It's only dangerous if you're an idiot uh, because you should be listening to a really good coach who's teaching you form and technique. The weight will come, right? Yes. That way you're safer and you're better. Mm -hmm. So how do you tie that back to the psychology? Of this, it's really the, the putting in the desensitizing reps it. You know, yeah. you're you're needing to get to that comfort state, and ultimately, the more you do, you're gaining that confidence. And so, as the anxiety starts to dissipate, it's also there's a, a piece there that that confidence is increasing. Our confidence comes from multiple positive experiences doing something. Yeah. And so, if initially it's like, you know I have to get to an open water swim, well, let's get some positive experiences in shallow water swimming some laps putting your head underwater getting the breathing down so you feel confident in your ability to do that and that's no longer causing anxiety before we move up to that next phase which might be doing that same thing just in deeper water same thing with the weights you know it's getting those that form down getting to a place that you're comfortable doing it getting that confidence and then adding and adding yeah. and adding and adding it's so i'm, all gonna, th about I'm gonna throw a zinger steps. in here yeah. we got steps we're desensitizing We've talked about Ragnar running, right, putting in the reps. Talked about CrossFit. You know, talked about me trying to figure out how to swim. I'm, I'm like a fish out of water, literally. So let's tie this real quick, and then maybe this will become a next episode down the road. We in the past talked about body image multiple times, male and female on this show. And you've also, I think you and Aaron teamed up. We talked about people's issue with food. Yes. And I wanted to touch quickly on this. I think it would be really round out the episode. Why is it when it comes to putting in the reps, that's that saying, I find that a lot of people can start putting in the reps easier when they, oh, I'm going to sign up for a gym, right? I'm going to get a membership. I'm going to get a trainer, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, that's a short-term win. A lot of people fell off the wagon because they try and tackle too much too quickly. I'm sure you could talk to the mindset on that. But why is it that I, I find that because it – I'll be perfectly honest with you. The gym, CrossFit, complete waste of money. If you don't focus on healthy sleep and a healthy diet, right? Mm -hmm. How you're fueling that body. So why do you find that a lot of people, I feel, struggle most with the mindset piece with putting in the reps when it comes to the nutrition or the eating habits? Yeah. Well, you know, there's so much. You know, we can only take so much 
craving or so much, um, we only have so much like emotional energy basically to say no, right? To the, the, the choices for food that are maybe less healthy. Okay. But there's so much more in our environment in comparison to that working out. Working out's like a choice that you make a day. Yeah. Um, but with work with the diet piece, you may walk into work and someone brought donuts in. So it's like, all right, you know, choice number one. And then uh, you go to lunch or something and there's fr- like, you know, unhealthy. Some of yours have a bunch of fried appetizers right? or and something. And so then it's like, yeah. all right, like number two, I said no. You know, and it, so we have those throughout the day. I mean, in our food and you go to a parties, you know, it's like food culturally is is in any culture is so ingrained in our traditions and our experiences and so you're just in front of it more and so it's like that person that's just like tapping yeah. you over and over and over again where initially it's like i got it i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine but then eventually she's like oh my gosh fine i'll just have the donut you know after 12 hours of having periods because of time. the energy has been expelled and they can't yeah. say no anymore you can only i mean we can only we only have you know so much willpower. I mean, ultimately though, that is a muscle as well. I was gonna and say so, putting in the reps, right? Yeah, and that so gets better. It's, it absolutely gets better. In addition to you know when you do choose those things of with all of the research now, and I know you are familiar with it of how addictive you know sugar is and and how that ultimately works on you know. Yeah, I, I briefly mentioned that on the last episode yeah. that a oh, great hack. A lot of people don't know what goes into your salad dressings, right? Like I have some kind of, I, I already know actually number one, I broke my rule. Sriracha, I found out, does have a little sugar in it because it's so spicy, they try and balance it a little bit. Okay. So I, I finally read the ingredients. But anyway, you don't realize how many restaurants and their salad dressings are using sugar. So that's why they tell you, if you want the healthiest choice out there, find a really great olive oil. And mm-hmm. so I, that's all I put on my, at home, I have a really good olive oil. That's all I need. The flavor's amazing. Vinaigrettes are not actually healthy. Unless it's a red wine vinaigrette, that's a better choice. The average balsamic, it's a reduced sugary component that they mix in with the olive oil. So, yes, the olive oil brings a healthy fat to balance the sugar, but I'd rather remove it all together. That's just one piece of sugar exposure in your mm-hmm. life, let alone the white cocaine you put in your coffee or... Mm-hmm. The because and again, if you're eating fruit, you already got all the fruit, so you got sugar on top of sugar on top of yes. sugar. Your liver doesn't know the difference; it just sees sweet stuff coming in. And so, great if you're already trying to be healthy by eating sugar. Oh, and guess what? Vegetables also have sugar, and now you have all these other variables. So to your point, it's an addictive thing. We just don't realize it. Right. And it takes a little while to break that addiction. Yes, it definitely yeah. does. And so, I think that's why you know the the choice or the the nutritional piece is a bit more of a challenge you know when we look at the contextual factors and all the times we're exposed there's so many to variables it, there's so many things that gradually just kind of wind us down where it's just like fine i'm gonna just have the pizza yeah you know and, and also with time and thing with work and you just, there's there's a lot of that goes into it which i think makes it more of a challenge which is why i love all these meal prep services that are starting to pop up and yes some of them are doing a good job to try to yeah. make it um you know obviously it's it's shuffling through them to make it the best choice with them but i think just having and that's a premium choice let's be yes. real i mean some people are on very very tight budgets financially Financially, yeah. and it's. I think it comes back to what are you prioritizing in your life? And when I've helped people start morphing their nutritional lifestyle, and it mm-hmm. takes time, you, you be patient because yeah. you said you only say no so many times, but you'll build that muscle up, and then you'll start figuring out, oh, well, instead of buying that, I'll buy that. So it's not so much a loss factor, it's a replacement factor. So you're yep. still gaining. So that's, I think that's part of the mindset piece, too, is like, guys, I'm not asking you to give up on something or lose this from your life. I'm asking you to replace it right. with something better. And you give, it, you give it three to six months. If you've done this, your energy is through the roof. You mm-hmm. sleep better. Your complexion is better. Like, there's so many other physical representations that come from that. But again, going rewind back, it's people getting to start, right? getting start. in motion. 
Yeah. Yeah. Start is, it's always a challenge. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Sounds a good theme for the show, actually. I like it that. It was. Yeah. So Double where are we at, by the way? Thing. I'm still getting used to this shorter episode format. All right. We're, we released it 20 minutes again. So there yeah. we go. We've, I think we're figuring this we're, out. We are. We were, we were always doing a, an hour long episode and she's so busy. I'm so busy. I'm like, hey, let's try a 20, 30 minute segment. Maybe people will be able to digest the content more because that's what I really want. It's not, a, yeah, I like talking to you and you like talking, but it's like, let's, we want people to learn from this content and get as much value out of it as they can. Yes. Right. That's yes. what we want. We're trying to slowly change the world one podcast at a time. Uh, one person listening. So, so, all right, let's sum this show up. How would you like to close this out as our regular guest co-host? Like what kind of theme, what kind of closing words can sum up this whole start thing or putting in the rep thing or. Yeah. And I think we covered a lot of stuff from that, you know, being comfortable with the uncomfortable and just starts. And so I think it's just baby steps. I know that's been a theme that we've talked about before, but it's just, making a small step, you know, and I think sometimes when I even know for me, when I hear all these like healthy lifestyle things, it can sometimes feel overwhelming because what stands out are, are all the things that you're not doing. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my goodness, well I have to do all of the stuff and how am I going to do that? And all these changes and, and, and it, then is it's just stressful and it's overwhelming. And so I think it's just choosing what is right for you right now, right. And making that next best, next best choice. Yeah. Um, and whether that's you choose to tackle that in the world of sleep by going to bed 30 minutes earlier or you have an extra glass of water or you cut out one sugar thing and replace it with something else. You know, it's just making those small steps. Yes. Replace the sugar with fat. Fat is good for you. Yeah. That, it, that's it, your it, hack. Fat it, is good. It may take a longer time for you to get and, you know, to where you want to go. But at the same time, what's the point of sprinting there if you just burnt out? You may as well make these really positive small changes over time so that you're you're in it for the marathon rather than the 5K. Awesome. In it for the marathon rather than the 5K. Endurance mindset, guys. But let's be real. Don't do what I did many years ago. And I started with the marathon <laughs> and then did the half of the 5K later. Listen to the doc. Okay. <laughs> Start with a 5K. Then maybe build up to a 10K and then a half <laughs> marathon and then a marathon or move into the Ragnar mm -hmm. because you guys can team up and break the race up. The point is be smart with the reps, put them in the right way, build that, build that, that muscle, that mental muscle, not just the physical muscle. Great episode. Love yeah. it. Awesome. Well, fun. listen, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this podcast, again, this is already live up on Facebook from weeks before you've actually heard this. Thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel show with our regular co-host, sports psychologist, Dr. Megan Cannon, Ph.D. So, again, go back and listen to the episode before that. If you're a brand-new listener and you've not heard her before, we've got many prior episodes. I will link them in the show notes so you have her entire show history on Live the Fuel since 2016. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening in to another powerful Live the Fuel show. Again, we're here to fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle. And remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted 
in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit lose weight or improve your athletic performance or heck in my case i'm 40 now age better and uh, another quick little plug on there is villa capelli love their olive oil and real quick note villa capelli and e pilly nuts i have my own discount code so go to lilyfield.com click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page and you'll see my discount code so enjoy that now while you're on the website too i've also now built another new tool for you guys fuel library so the fuel library is obviously as it says it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from audible or physical books that i've either purchased uh borrowed consumed etc uh heck even actually half of these authors have actually now had on the podcast so feel free to go to fuel library i've divided it into health business and lifestyle directed sections and i've been building that out i'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there so again go check that out as well and then uh two last things for you one please if you get a chance get over to itunes and give this show a review it's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find live the fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts i bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals their fitness goals their business startup goals their lifestyle etc so please submit a review i would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast and the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace, obviously, a one-on-one -on -one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.